This is a download from Sarah Fraser and Associates Limited. For more resources, please go to sfassociates.biz. Welcome to this edition of Helping Individuals Do Better. In this podcast, we're covering mentoring. Mentoring is a deliberate process where someone has more skills or experience, the mentor, is paired up with someone who is less skilled, the mentee. Through this relationship, the less experienced person develops the expertise to carry out their role. How does it work? Once you've identified that mentoring is an appropriate approach for the person you wish to develop, then you need to find a mentor. Mentors need to be experienced in the day-to-day role or area of work of the mentee. They need to be easily available, located at the same place of work able to spend time with the mentee, patient and able to see things from the perspective of the mentee, positive with a caring and optimistic outlook, comfortable learning about themselves. Mentoring is as much about the learning process for the mentor as it is about the mentee. When's a good time to use it? Well, when an employee joins the team. Pairing up the new person with someone who is experienced in the day-to-day operation is an important part of any induction process. So much of what happens at work is not written down in the manual. Where do I get something photocopied? How do we pay for tea and coffee? What is meant by TLW? All new employees struggle with working out the basics, and having a mentor means they can safely and confidentially ask what might appear silly questions. Careful selection of the mentor may provide the employee with a long-term friend and colleague who they can turn to for advice. Another option of when to use it is when new skills are needed. One way of dealing with the arrival of new equipment is to send one experienced member of the team on the training course with the expectation they will pair up with a colleague on their return to help them learn how to use it. A third option of when best to use mentoring is when traditional training is not appropriate. It may take too long to send someone away on an external training course, or there may not even be suitable training courses available. Also, many tasks are difficult to learn in a classroom setting. It's also very difficult for most learners to transfer what they've learned from a classroom into their workplace. The situation is always a bit different. When might you not use mentoring? Well, mentoring is not a substitute for properly developed induction and personal development programs. Also, some technical equipment and procedures do need formal training, especially if certification is required. It also doesn't help if the identified mentor lacks experience and skills. If so, then seek out other forms of training development for the individual. Two helpful books here. One is called The Art of Mentoring by Management Books, written by MPEG 2000, and another one written by C. Al Huang, J. Lynch, 1995, HarperCollins, called Mentoring, The Tower of Giving and Receiving Wisdom.